I'm floating in the purple light. I feel the feeling I forgot. I'm swimming weightless in the wall. Bouncing gently right on the road. In a minute, I'll be free. And no one is splashing in the sea. I feel I mean, I'm not gonna lie, that's a little different than our normal jam. It's a little different than our normal jam, but you know what? This is gonna be a little bit different show. This is gonna be a little different show. We've got uh we're we're gonna we're gonna talk fishing, which we always do. But but this is this is something a little out of my comfort zone, guys. I'm not gonna lie. This is uh this is this is gonna be a lot of salt water. And and I'm just I'm not uh uh I, I I'm I'm just I'm not that guy. Let's be honest, I'm not really a freshwater guy either, right? Like I just I'm a terrible angler. Like let's just let's just lay all the cards on the table. Why I'm hosting a fishing show makes no sense to me. <laughs> but uh yeah, so a little fish, if you guys are familiar. If if you guys might have been a little free in the early 90s, a little fish going on to, tonight. Um, you know, kind of kind of maybe that ties in. We'll have to ask Matthew. Maybe that ties in a little bit when you're out in the water over there and you just just kind of that, you know, kind of that 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 hippie vibe. It sounds like the wrong term. I don't want to offend any hippies. I don't know if hippies can even be offended. But uh, but I definitely don't want to offend them if they do. Um, but that's it's, it's kind of got that it's kind of got that jamming thing going, right? So it's good. Walton Doyle's in the house. Steve Hoffman, what's going on, brother? Jonathan's in the house. Going on tonight. Bowls deep. Miss Jean Wilson with her hey hey hey. Uh, Barry Davis is going on in the house tonight, guys. I've got. I'm not gonna lie. Y'all don't want to see what's going on back here right now <laughs> because it's a train wreck underneath this desk right now, like everywhere. Like I've got, it's just, it's bad. If you missed it, I did an unboxing on my own page a little earlier, which I've never done before. I don't even know why I did it. It's kind of random and kind of weird, but, but yet, you know, Hey, so I've got all that crap. I say crap. It's not crap. I mean, there's, Oh, Oh, I, oh yeah. That edge life. Maybe you can just get a little, 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 little bit of that edge. Uh, bam. Uh, anyway. So, uh, let's kick this thing off. Right. Mr. B rad. Brad Cody. Oh, he's not here tonight. He couldn't make it. He had some, he had some stuff going on. Y'all know Brad's got a house full of girls, uh, all them babies that he takes care of. And so he's playing dad life tonight. Wasn't able to make it in, but, uh, so y'all make sure y'all drop the hashtag. Everybody needs a Brad. Cause I'm needing him right now. I'm needing him right now. And he's not here. Um, let's kick this thing off. Right. Are you guys ready? Let's do the show. Let's do the Let's do the dang thing. I gotta, I gotta, I, I, I was on, I was on last night on the way in with Chad and we got a little bit more, aggressive so i gotta i gotta bring it back down and back to pg-13 because last night we were we were not as pg-13 so let's do this you guys ready i'm ready i'm pumped what's going on facebook live Woo! what up everybody welcome to westbrook wednesday i'm your host scott butcher and hot diggity dog am i excited about the show tonight uh, we are got, uh, straight up. This is a, uh, legend. I feel like I throw that word around a lot, but this is a legend. This man has been hooking 
fish setting the hook in these little plastic boats, which y'all know gets me pumped up, setting the hook in these little plastic boats for like 15 years. And, and has been doing it, uh, in, in, in any kind of water he can get on. If he can get a plastic boat to float, he's going to go set a hook in it. And so I'm excited to learn a lot tonight from Mr. Matthew Van. Now you guys have seen it. Y'all know how much I love my, I love me some NRS. Those, those guys have been incredible. It's phenomenal to us here, uh, uh, with our Westbrook Wednesdays give giveaways. Um, and so Matthew is of course a, uh, a, a, a team NRS member, uh, you know, super, you know, super heavily involved with those guys. And when I gave him, when I, when I, when I, when I realized we were able to get Matt in, because I've been trying to get Matt for a couple months, like it's like, he's that guy. And so when we realized we got him, I was like, all right, let me hit up David. Let me, let's, let's hit up some NRS and let's just see because NRS gives, gives to us all the time. I like, I love some NRS y'all, y'all can, y'all can get me from Brown nose. And if you want to, we'll get to it in a minute. That's fine. But NRS is phenomenal. And, and it's getting that, it's, it's getting this, that cold time of year. Like you, you guys all saw the, the, the video earlier that, um, that Steve threw up there's snow on the ground up there where Steve's at right now. And that safety and comfort and, and usability and, and and giving you a product that will keep you on the water, that's what NRS does best. And so when I reached out, I thought, well, maybe I'll get a bib, maybe a jacket. <laughs> Y'all saw the giveaway, right? This is a Sidewinder bib and 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 a and an Orion. I want us to make sure I'm saying that right. Matt will correct me, but it's an Orion jacket. I don't have this jacket, which is why I can't pronounce it. <laughs> but I want this coat. I want this coat. I've got some bibs. But this stuff, I, 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 I hate to throw away around numbers, but guys, this is like $800 worth of product we're giving away. Like straight up, giving away. One of you guys, when we're done with this interview, is fixing to win. So let's do it. You guys ready to get through this thing? Let's see what Mr. Matthew Van has to say about all this stuff. Right? Y'all want to see what he's got going on? Y'all know the rules. While I'm bringing on Matt, while I'm bringing him on, let me give you guys the throwdown, okay? Some of you are already doing it. Two things you got to do. If you're watching right now, I want you to drop in the comment section. Let us know where you're watching from. And I want you to go over and smash that share button. Guys, this show is possible. These numbers and how we feed in the reach. The reason we keep doing this is because of the audience that we're able to get and get companies like NRS. If you guys want to say thank you to NRS for this show, comment. Drop in where you're watching from and go in and smash that share button. And tell your friends that you're on and you're fixing to get some uh some salt water and fresh water fresh water lessons from mr matthew van matthew what up bro what's up what's up what's up man how are you feeling man i'm feeling good man glad we got the technical difficulties taken <laughs> care of <laughs> what you guys didn't see is for the last 45 minutes is matt's been sweating bullets <laughs> over uh over getting this thing up and going the right way but bro looks like smooth sailing man as always it's the internet it's live anything can happen so yes, you know we'll we'll go with the flow. We'll see what happens. If we catch a glitch, we catch a glitch. But all that looks good. I had to make sure I get my camera right, man. I'm showing off my showing off my uh my my shirt tonight. I'm proud of this thing. All right. All right. So but uh got quite a quite a crowd going in here, man. Um first things first is I want to tell you thank you for coming on with us, man. Thanks for thanks for pushing through over the last 45 minutes or so. Um I think you've seen the show before. Yes, sir. Yep, sure. So, so you kind of know what you're getting into a little bit. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> but you're also a pretty open book, right? I mean, you've always been one of those dudes that kind of, you know, everywhere I've ever seen you, every tournament I've watched you fish, you're always, you know, hey, the more the merrier if I can teach, if I can educate, if I can help do something. I mean, you're always that dude that steps up. That's right, man. I wear it on my sleeve. Uh, I'm pretty open for when uh that's that's what it's all about man i'm here for the party and i love to help now i i, I you there I, yep i got you we'll see here let's get that internet okay. should be functioning the correct way let's see if we get that back up and running um so now i see in the background here you've got your angler of the year trophies up you've got your you've got a couple of wise you got your championship um, all of those things from IFA, right? So yes, sir. That's I, I mean, I, I like how he just happened to I mean, is that where you keep them or did you set them up for television tonight? Oh, that's that's where they sit. You know, I was trying to get my computer going on so nobody thought that I would be like trying to sit up in front of my trophy case, but that didn't work. So <laughs> now we got you on the cell phone and and uh this is where I I've done some other podcasts before. So I'm really proud of all this plaques for sure. Sweet, man. Well, it definitely looks good, dude. I know a lot of work goes into that, you know, a lot of different, uh, you know, opportunities, um, you know, a lot of work ethic has gone into what's sitting there behind you, man. So you definitely should be proud of it. That's a, that's a big deal. Um, you know, uh, you're, you're definitely a, a guy that is, um, uh, you know, established is known now, obviously running around so much of what we come from in the freshwater field and coming out of KBF, and, and this year with the Hobie BOS stuff, and now next year with the bass stuff being involved, obviously with those things, um, you know, uh, it, and this isn't meant to be the wrong way, but the guys that have just started watching this, started following this the last two or three years, um, may not be as familiar with you as, as some of the guys that, that follow the, 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 the saltwater stuff and see the things. But make no mistake, Matt, you've been in boats for 15 years plus, right? Right, yeah. And, you know, I started competing um, – in the IFA probably six, seven years ago. Um, so, you know, did some other tournaments before for that. Um, I was at the first KBF open on Sandy Cooper back in the day. Um, you know, so I've been competing for a while, but the majority of my energy in the past uh, five, six years has definitely been uh, fishing in saltwater. The IFA is kind of where I've, um, you know, won most of my stuff. Um, Stacy, I need a cord to plug this phone up, please. Sorry, man, my, my phone <laughs> wasn't planning to do this on the phone. Can you get me a cord, please, Stace? So, yeah, yeah, the IFA, Inshore Fishing Association, that's uh, that's where a lot of my energy has been in uh, the past five or six years. So that's where these plaques came from. That's what got me to the worlds. That's where that plaque came from. So, uh, you know, chasing redfish and speckled trout, that's been a big part of uh, my competitive energy for sure. Sweet, man. Awesome, dude. Well, 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 let's dive right into this, man. So the way, the way that we kind of set this show up is we've designed this show around having some, com having some conversation, having some community fellowship, um, the same way that, that what I, what I love and what so many other people love about these little plastic boats is, is sharing that time together on the water and getting to know people. And so we've kind of structured this as, 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 as a way to get to know you and get to know, you know, why, why you're in this community and why you're involved here. Right. So, so what we've done is we've invented a game that we call plead the fifth. And, uh, and what this is, is it's basically six questions that you haven't seen before um, because I've built them over the last couple of hours. And, uh, and we're going to kind of go in here and see 
um, you know, what, uh, what you're willing to answer and what you're not. So we're going through six questions. You get one plead the fifth at any point in time. You decide that you don't want to answer that question. All you have to say, Matt, is I plead the fifth and I'll move straight on to the next one. And then you can let the internet trolls deal with you later on. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But, but if all you right. decide to, if you decide to make it through all six questions, bro, you're going to win absolutely nothing. Word. That's fine with me. <laughs> okay. All right. So are you ready? We're going to dive into it. Let's do you it. Ready? I'm ready, man. All right, guys. Guys, this is Westbrook Wednesday. I'm your host, Scott Butcher, and we are on with Mr. Matthew Van getting ready to play a round of Plead the Fifth, diving right in heavy, bro. Heavy first question. Okay, so we're going we're going we're gonna start this thing off the right way. Um, you're a family man. You you everywhere you go, yeah. you carry you carry your family with you on your chest. A lot of folks don't realize or don't know your father, Randy. Who to this? Who, who is is uh, has always carried himself as a man among men. He spent most of his life working on oil rigs, and working what what a lot of people, what a lot of families would consider odd scheduling—a week on, a week off. That week off and that time down when you were when you guys were together and you weren't in school, you grew up in a fish camp. Your father was heavily involved in fishing. So absolutely, me, yep. yep. So so my question becomes is for so many of us myself included that didn't and that didn't grow up into this we got into fishing late why is that relationship around your with your father and around the fish camp why is that so special what did you pull from that that is something that still resonates in you today well you know with like with a lot of people you know my dad uh is a huge influence on my life he's someone that i looked up to um, and, you know, pretty much idolized him. Uh, he's a hard worker, always providing for the family. Um, like he's mentioned, he was gone a week and home a week with work. Um, sometimes when he was gone, I was getting into trouble, doing things I shouldn't be doing. But come Wednesday night, I was always right there uh, at the front door waiting for him to roll in from Louisiana, and I'd be there to, to take those cowboy boots off and hop up in that recliner with him. And, you know, nine times out of 10, fall asleep in his lap and uh, be waiting for a Friday afternoon after school for us to jump in that Ford Ranger and head up to Mineral Springs and, you know, spend the weekend up there. And, uh, up there, we were targeting brim and bass and catfish at night, gigging suckers all night long. Dad, he, uh, he did everything he could to keep me in the outdoors, you know, when, when he wasn't working. So we were either out there hunting, squirrel fishing, deer hunting, hog hunting, or we were up on that river pushing that little boat around, trying to catch whatever we could. And, um, you know, he's a great role model. Uh, I was fortunate enough to work with him later in life. And, um, you know, with my business, with building and painting and, you know, I just, I love him to death. He kept me you know, out of trouble when he was around best he could and uh, kept me out in the outdoors and taught me everything he knew uh, about it. And, you know, I can't thank him enough for it. I love him, you know, love him to death. Now, now you've, you've got a younger sister and, and you guys, like you said, you know, kept you out of trouble best you can. I mean, even then with as close tight knit as you were, as with as, as much of a positive role model as your father is and, and was when you were younger, I, I mean, you know, there's at times when, when, I mean, you've, 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 ta you've talked about it in other interviews where, where, you know, your, your, you, your dad kind of had his hands full with you sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I was definitely a handful and I'm not going to lie. I did a <laughs> bunch of stuff that I'm not too proud of. And, uh, 
He always told me, you know, you're going to rebound. It's, it's going to come back on you one day. And crazy enough, having five sons, I've been very fortunate. They've been uh, very good and stayed out of trouble. Uh, did much better than I did. But, yeah, my dad had his handful. Uh, there were often times where when he came on home on Wednesday night, those times I wasn't waiting for him at the front door. I was hiding from him because I had done something stupid the week, that week while he was gone. And, uh, you know, he only had to come home from the oil rig early once. I'll just say that. So I got um, you. that was not a good time. But, you know, things are things are better now. Well, it's funny that you even mentioned that, right? Because that rolls me right into question, too, <laughs> because you kind of dropped that. And a lot of people don't realize that you're you're a father to five boys. Yes, sir. You you you've got uh, you've got boys uh, from 20. Your oldest is 24. All the way down to your youngest, Mr. Dakota, who I talked to earlier, he's 11, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so for me yeah. then, and I know that that you that you that you spend a lot of time, you spend a lot of time on the water trying to raise your kids in a lot of the same ways that your father raised you, and keeping them involved in those trips. You guys have chased fish all over the country together, doing different things. So, my question is this: We're going to go to fantasy land for a second here with question two, okay? All right. So, so let's take, let's take travel. Let's take money. Let's take all that off the table. You've got, let's say NRS steps up to the plate and goes, all right, Matt, we want to go film you and all five of the boys in, in, in your, in your dream fishing destination, tracing your dream fish. Where are you loading up the boys? Where are the van six going to go? And what are you going to chase? Man, there is no doubt in my mind. Wouldn't even have to think about it twice. That would be you know, Montana, we'd be headed to Paradise Valley, Montana to drift the Yellowstone, or we'd be headed over to the Madison River, and, and which is the next valley over in Montana. We'd be loading up in one of my buddies' drift boat and our S teammates, and we'd all have a fly rod in our hand, and we'd be chasing big brown trout. Um, they all have done really? it. Really? That's, that's the spot? That's the spot, man. Uh, Montana is in my heart. I've been going out there for years. I love to have a fly rod in my hand, um, you know, which is really fly fishing is, is one of my huge passions. I just don't do it all the competition and guiding, but yeah, we'd be headed to Montana with fly rods in our hand. That's no doubt. Incredible. So it just For goes sure. to show, like I said, you know, you, you've done sure. so much inshore, you've done so much offshore, you know, you, you know, the fresh the salt, but for you to go into, to, to, uh to, cold water. To, yeah to go into cold water to go into fly fishing i wasn't there bro so so, right. so where did surprise, where did the fly surprise. fishing stem from uh well you know again my dad like every year uh for vacation we would go to western north carolina i spent a lot of time in the smoky mountains pretty much every year of my life from the year i was born until i was mid teenage years uh we spent in north carolina for the summer and that was a big part of my passion fishing like if we weren't in the swamps back home and up on Escambia River, you know, we were fly fishing up in, in North Carolina. And so when I moved away and became a man, I went out west, uh, um, you know, with me. I fly fished all over the country. Um, and it's just something that I really enjoy doing. I, I love tricking them with a feather and, and a long rod. So and I pass that down to my boys. They all love it, too. It's phenomenal. You know, that's the only time of fit. That's the only type of fishing I haven't done. Maybe it's I need pretty, maybe, pretty incredible. Maybe, maybe we need to look into this. <laughs> and we do it here for saltwater fish too, but I'd be headed to Montana because I don't get to do it very often. 
That sounds incredible, man. Montana, you know, and what a you know, what a beautiful opportunity, what a beautiful place. When was the last time you were able to get all five? That's a lot of kids, and especially now with the two oldest ones, you know, kind of I mean, let's be honest, they're grown. Your oldest is engaged. I mean, they're you know, they're now doing their own things, you know, it's a little yeah. that, that, that whole cats in the cradle thing, right? Well, I mean, do you do you are you able to get all five of you guys to you know all yeah. guys together very often? Uh yeah, we, we were together um last Christmas. I mean, we're together at least once a year, all of us. Uh, but we, we all went to the keys last year for Christmas, which is where my oldest son, Eliyahu's fiance is from. And, um, we, we fished together. We were, we were cast. We all went and chased peacocks together in the canals. Uh, we were casting in the canal that we were staying on. Ellie took me on an amazing charter where, um, I was able to catch a Key West slam in the day. I got a tarpon, a redfish, speckled trout, um, a different type of slam, but, yeah, it was incredible, man. We we both caught tarpon that day and and redfish, speckled trout, cruised all over the keys and uh in one of their friends' boats. It was pretty pretty amazing. Yeah, that sounds incredible. And you said in and now that you're we have to talk off camera cuz I want to yeah. know more about being from the keys cuz I don't know that I thought everybody just went there. I didn't know anybody was from there. That's incredible. Yeah, his uh his fiance was was raised uh, in the Keys, so it's it's pretty awesome. To I'm gonna have get him. on. I'm gonna get on my in laws. I want to know why my wife wasn't raised in the Keys. I'm yeah, kind of angry nice about that. Now. Nice to have a family connection. <laughs> yeah, no joke. Down there for sure. Yeah, no joke. Okay, yeah. so you're kind of dodging a bullet tonight with question yeah. three. Okay, right. with question three, I was gonna go into a segment that that everybody's familiar with. If you watch the show, it's called Crankbait Your Instagram right where i pull up some of your instagram photos and i've got five pulled but the way that the internet and i'm not gonna lie the way the internet connection is is, is kicking us i'm not gonna mess with that tonight all right okay so so i'm calling an audible all right and i wasn't gonna hit you with this question i don't even have it written down so i mean not that anybody's gonna prove you know gonna prove me wrong but uh so this is a fan favorite question of mine this is something that that i think you have the ability to answer um uh it we we usually ask this to to I, and this don't take this the wrong way, but this is this is this is a this is a, a a big time industry question, a big time fishing fishing question. And so I'm gonna lay it into you here. I want to know. We call this the uh, the Mount Rushmore question. So if you've seen the show, then you know where I'm getting at here. What we have with with the Mount Rushmore, everybody everybody knows, or you should know. You know, some public education from Alabama, like I am. Mount Rushmore is, is, is the four presidents, you know, the found, you know, founding fathers type of deal. So in, in kayak fishing, you're an OG. You've been doing this a long time. You've seen a lot of this come and go. So I'm going to ask you the, 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 the Mount Rushmore question. If, if I want to know in the kayak space, who are the four faces that you put on the kayak Mount Rushmore and why? Oh man, this one's tough. I knew you were going to do this to me. <laughs> well, um, you, I didn't even know it. So, all right. Well, I had I had a feeling. Okay. So, um, well, you've yeah. been in it a long time. Right. Well, you know, I tell you, man. There's some guys that I would put up there that nobody would know because they're kind of local legend heroes. Well, so, uh, so do that. So that's uh, what we want here. Yeah. So, um, this one might sound odd, you know, to some people, or people might expect this one guy up there um you know probably be my fishing partner brandon barton um he's in my opinion uh 
a legend in the making, if not already. I mean, there's a bridge here uh, that, that people call B. Barton Bridge uh, that, that he, he and I made pretty famous. Um, I was into kayak fishing when I met Brandon, uh, but, and I knew who he was. But when we met, um, it definitely took both of our games to the next level. Um, I saw his Hobie. I uh, saw him fishing at the bridge, fishing different than I was, had a long talk with him afterwards. The next week I had a Hobie. And I mean, there's so much history. I can't even say the That's rest of history. This ten, you're, you're almost 10 years on team Hobie. That's where this yeah. comes from is Barton, huh? Yeah. Well, the, and, and even another little tidbit was Brandon was on the team the year prior to me joining. And, uh, you know, he basically, he was like, man, you got to get on Hobie's fishing team. You got to go in and talk to the guys at the shop. And I was a little, you know, reluctant to begin with, you know, it's kind of at that point for me, kayak fishing was still about getting away from the crowds, um, extending my range, just being out there, enjoying time on the water. It wasn't a real competitive thing for me, but he's like, man, when Hobie comes here to film uh, and, and, you know, we do these videos and stuff, he's like, man, you're going to, if you're not on the team, you're not, we're not going to be able to go do it together. And I'm like, so with a little giving you the sales pitch, Brandon, oh, my man, boy. I know, yeah, he laid it down. And, <laughs> and of course, I followed suit, which was really probably the best thing I've ever done in, in the kayak fishing. Uh, in my kayak fishing career, was to go in and talk to those guys at Key Sailing. They're, um, you know, my local sponsor. They connected me to Hobie. And, um, you know, I'm going. I was trying to add up the years. I, I'm pretty sure it's been seven, maybe even eight years I've been on the team. And, uh, and a lot, a lot has happened. They're my number one sponsor, the boat that keeps me going. You know, they, they provide me with the boat that best suits my needs. Well, I mean, and, I mean, you've been to two worlds. Like, I mean, it's, yeah. you know, I mean, you've done a lot for Hobie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I do, yeah. I, you know, I'm, I'm a little different than your average team guy. You know, I'm not a video whiz. I'm not a social media guy on social media, but, you know, I hang my hat on the fact that I've been doing this for a long time. I'm a teacher. I'm competitive. I love to share my passion um, of kayak fishing. And, um, you know, Hobie has really taken that from me and we've ran with it. You know, I come at it from a different angle and, you know, I can't thank them enough for their support over the years for sure. That's so phenomenal. that's one. That's so that's Brandon one. I might, I might have to get up with yeah. Brandon and maybe we, maybe we get Brandon on a show. Maybe we get Brandon on here and pick his brain. So. Oh yeah, and, and when you come down here to uh, when you come down here to fish with me, he'll definitely be with us. Yeah, so. no, I and and not only that, but let me let me let me before we go into number two, let me sidebar that I I how many of you guys have a have a fishing location named after you? Because that's legendary status right there. <laughs> right. If you're running in a community right. and you know, hey man, go down to Barton Bridge, and that's not actually Barton Bridge, that's just because right. of the legend that he is. I mean, you know, I, I think Scotch has got some places like that in Texas, probably. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But other sure. than that, like, you know, Christine has got some of those places, you know, over at, on Gunnersville or Kentucky Lake, probably. But other than that, I mean, you know, that's that's legendary status there. So right. number two on 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 your Mount Rushmore. Number two, it gets a little easier from here uh, for me. But number two would definitely have to be um, Luther, uh, you know, because Luther has been a friend of mine for Oh man, ever since the beginning of kayak fishing for me, like, uh, I moved back to Florida after hurricane Ivan. And, um, right after that, I met Chad Hoover, uh, who I was going, which, you know, he's probably going to end up on there too, but yeah. So, and probably Chad should go before Luther, but I'm going to go through Luther first. Luther was the first person to ever sponsor me, uh, with Yak Attack. 
Chad introduced me to him. Um, I needed stuff on my kayak. We hit it off. Um, I mean, we've, we became great friends, love the guy like a brother. He's been to my home, ate dinner with me at my table. He has taken unbelievable care of me over the years, like with keeping me with everything I need to outfit my kayaks, uh, support me financially from time to time when I'm doing these trips, been there for advice. I've helped him, you know, with product development, product we fish together. The way he carries himself in the industry and his passion for the sport and innovation is a huge inspiration to me. Like, and, and his love and care that he's taken for me over the years is, is second to none. So he's right up there uh, with that goofy smile and haircut. <laughs> Luther's, sure. Luther's a legend. Course, I, I spoke with him earlier today. He's a, he's a, I, I, and we don't have near the relationship, but, but Luther's a great friend to me as well. We spoke earlier today. Uh, obviously he's got a full play with what he's got going on, but yeah, Luther yeah. is so often, uh, as we come across this question, is he thrown up here on this, on, on, on this, uh, you know, uh, uh, Mount Rushmore of kayak fishing. So well, your number three, number three would have to be Mr. Hoover himself. Uh, you know, he's, he's a huge, uh, icon in the industry. Uh, he was one of my first connections in the industry. Uh, like I said, when I moved back after Ivan, I bought my first kayak. I reached out, I read Chad, got Chad's book, read his book, reached out to him because I wanted to, you know, target the bass here in my area. And, I, you know, I'd grown up bass fishing the river, but I wanted to get on some bigger bass, find some lakes, connect with some people, um, you know, and that, that relationship blossomed quickly. I can't even tell you how many hours of time Chad spent on the phone with me, helping connect me to the right people, giving me advice when I decided that I wanted to start a kayak charter business. Of course, Chad was the first person I called because I knew he had been guiding uh, through the years. And he gave me a lot of advice on how the how and, you know, where and what and all of that. Uh, and then, you know, he's connected me with so many people in the industry. You know, Chad has really taken amazing care of not only many people that I know, but, but myself, you know, he were teammates on many of my sponsors, um, and brand sponsors and, you know, the, the passion that guy has and, um, you know, what he's done for kayak fishing and especially kayak bass fishing is unbelievable. You know, I'm, I'm not even going to go into anything negative because I love the guy like my brother and, and, you know, he's, he's just, a huge inspiration to me as well. I, I love him. Yeah, we just we just had him. I had him on the show last night. We went two yeah. hours in it last night on the way in, talking about everything that's going on. And 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 I agree. And and to be honest with you, everyone that's come on this show uh, that that we've that we've prefaced this to, um, I don't I don't believe one person has left Hoover off of that list. And so yeah. that right there, in and of of it, tells itself not that this show or our or our opinions have any real weight or anything more than that. But it's incredible to see and uh, and and super cool to know that that you guys have got such a history going yeah. back. Uh, you're down to one spot on the on the on the on the on the hill, bro. One spot on the yeah. mountain, man. Who you putting up there? That's you crazy. Know, they're about to get hurt. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty sad <laughs> because there needs to be more faces up there. But I'm just gonna go with my honest feeling right now, and this is kind of a new face for me that's gotten up there. Not a new face in the industry, um, but someone who really has become. Um, a pretty good friend of mine and I know it's going to get way better just in this last season um, because I've been on the bass trail more 
but he's just such a unbelievable human being and uh, someone who ever since I got serious about going full-time into the bass world, I've been watching this guy and um, you know, his success, um, what he represents to the community and how he carries himself to me uh, is the top of the list. And that's going to be Mr. Jody queen. Um, yeah. You know, the guy is just, I mean, I, I'm running out of positive, you know, good things to say about him. Um, you know, and, we, and like I said, we've just become getting close this past year. Um, seeing one another a lot at the bass trails, but you know, just how this gentleman carries himself and how he's willing to just lend an ear, give advice, um, his success. I mean, he's truly someone who I look up to, um, and look forward to many years of sharing, uh, you know, this, this sport, this passion, our successes, you know, our failures, just really, really respect that guy a lot. I, I I have nothing but amazing things to say. What a great pick, great choice. You know, it's so funny to see, you know, to 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 hit just to look through your list here. You know, you talk about Brandon and Brandon being such a such a legend in his own right for doing what he's doing. You come into Luther, who's now run into uh, you know, to going into Yak Attack, to you know, building Yak Attack from nothing, from building Bonafide to nothing, mm-hmm. to now coming in and 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 merging Bonafide in with with Big Adventures in what they're doing now and becoming the president over there, um, while still maintaining Yak Attack over here. Hoover, I, we can't talk enough about what Hoover's done. And then you come oh. into a guy in all those years of experience, and then what does it say? And guys, and I'm not going to get on the Jody Queen kiss butt tour here, but this is the facts. Jody's been fishing out of these plastic boats less than four years. And for guys like, like, like this guys like Matt, guys like Chad Luther, all of these guys to have that kind of compassion and love and respect for that man speaks volumes. You talk to Gene Wilson, you talk to Matt ball, you talk to Matthew Scotch to Christine, you talk to, 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 to Josh, yeah, all of the big names in this space, you know what I mean? And everyone says the same thing about Jody queen. Yeah. And it's just, it's incredible for me to see. And what an amazing human being. I can't wait to see what he does next. Oh man. That's I'm, I'm watching, trust me with eyes wide open. You know, yep. the guy, like I said, he's a true inspiration to me. I told Stacy, my wife, whenever I decided to commit to this bass thing and told her, I'm like, look, this is not going to be easy. Um, you know, it took me, took me years to get to the point where I was successful in the IFA and be consistently bringing home a check and winning these plaques behind me. And I told her, I said, look, there's, I'll be the first to tell you, there's not a more stacked field of talent in, in any sport that I know of than the kayak bass fishing world. And I told her, I said, look, there's these two guys, these two older guys. One of them said they've been taking people's money and started doing it and getting serious. And, and you know, I, I'm, I love how they're growing in the sport. And, you know, I look, look to them as inspiration, you know. And Cody, since then, you know, he's just become a really good friend. He's one of the first guys I try to go and, and be with, be around at, at the tournaments. I always try to sit with them before and after. We're sharing our successes and our failures of the day. And, 
you know, he's just been a really positive impact for me. And, you know, I, I had a little bit of a tough go. I mean, I was competitive. Um, in every tournament I fished other than the one open um, that I got fifth in, uh, the satellite event, I'm sorry, for Hobie. So, you know, I'm not placing where I want to be. I'm not bringing home checks, but, you know, I'm, I'm around we're, the right people. We're, we're, we're actually, actually going to get in. We're actually going to get into that a little bit. Okay. So, so, <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to, I, I have some questions about some of that. So we're going to dive into that a little bit, but, but, uh, dude, huge lift. Yeah. Definitely want to reach out to Brandon, uh, uh, Jody Queens. Uh, I, I've, I've got, I've, I've got something special planned with Jody, which is the only reason Jody hasn't been a guest on this show yet. Uh, obviously the Hoove and Luther we see all the time. And now I got to get Brandon involved and bring him on here, man. So we we round out your list. Um, if you guys are just tuning in, welcome to Westbrook Wednesday. I'm your host, Scott Butcher, and we are on with the incredible Mr. Matthew uh, Van. And we are having conversations about anything and everything in the sport. Um, uh, talking about a bunch of different things in his path and his life. And, uh, and two things I want you guys to do, if you guys are just checking, just checking in, I want you to go in and smash that share button. Let everybody know that you are at the halfway point and that we are getting ready. We still got three questions down. Uh, he's handled the first three pretty well. Uh, let, we're starting to get into some of the harder stuff here. Let's see how he handles it. If you guys have missed any of this, you guys can go back and of course, watch the live presentation here on Facebook. You can catch it. Uh, you can go back and catch the, the all of this episode and uh and and all of the previous episodes because we do this every single wednesday um you guys can check that out at westbrooksupplyco.com forward slash westbrook wednesday you can also download the the audio version of this on every major podcast platform we usually have the podcast up and running about 24 hours after we wrap up the show on wednesday nights um so uh, lots of ways to catch this content and to catch up with all different shows if you like this format definitely make sure you continue to support us and check us out and we thank you for that um, don't go away guys, because we're giving away the NRS, uh, 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 sidewinder bibs and the NRS Orion uh, jacket. This is, uh, this is some heavy duty gear. This is stuff that Matt carries with him all across the country, fishing all these different types of water. Uh, this is, this is, uh, this is a big, big giveaway. And we're going to give that away here in just, uh, in just three more questions, Matt, we get to pick a winner in three questions, man. Are you ready? I'm stoked. Somebody is going to be really happy tonight <laughs> i got you you know it's fo it's so funny jody queen just tuned in and he says he goes hey matt ball what did i miss <laughs> jody you're going to go back and rewatch bros good stuff <laughs> man you got to go back and check yeah. it out bros good stuff you we may have talked about you jody you never know bro you never know all right so uh you did guide services for your for for quite a few years you made a living fishing out of you know fishing out of these little plastic boats um yeah. You walked away from that. Now you had a successful career before and you obviously have a su successful career now, but you're obviously very passionate. This is 15 years plus of, of your entire life of fishing, but 15 years roughly, you know, give or take in, in plastic boat world for so many folks get tunnel vision on. We get told all the time that find what you want to do, find your passion and find a way to make to get people to pay you for it. That's the key to life. That wasn't necessarily what you found um, because you are very passionate about it. This is what you what you love, but making it work for you wasn't successful. Not in that you weren't successful doing it, but that it wasn't successful at giving you what you need and getting joy out of this. Explain that to me. I don't know because I'm I'm the opposite mindset of that. So I want to know more. I, right. want, I want you to open that right. up. For me. 
So basically, you know, I have always thought that, you know, the ultimate achievement in life would be to find a way to make money doing what you are passionate about. And Absolutely. Not, yeah. And, and not to say that that doesn't work um, and didn't work for me, but, uh, you know, I love fishing. I love teaching. Um, it was it's kind of me when I started really into kayak fishing, I started having success and catching trophy catches, competing, um, winning, you know, people were starting to pay attention. And so it was like a no brainer for me. I had already planned to do a, a, a guide service in a boat. When I moved back to Florida, I got so into the kayak fishing, you know, my wife, she's like, look, why don't you do it in the kayaks? And so I started building a fleet of Hobies and, you know, I dove off into kayak charters and, you know, was very successful from the beginning. Um, and, and still am, I still do do kayak charters, but what I found, you know, <laughs> what I found with the kayak charters is it's not nearly as easy. Thanks. Um, you know, everybody thinks, oh man, I want to be a kayak guide. You know, it's going to, all these people are going to know me and think I'm cool, which is all, it's a lot of work. Nobody's getting rags off boarding her book not nonstop. You know, they're making good money. But for me, you know, I was physically getting beaten down. I, there are times of my life where I, I ran charters six days a week. Um, it, seasonally, you know, like when Red Snapper season was in. I mean, I've gone seven days in a week uh, before. And, you know, you just can't charge enough money to make all of that physical labor and preparation and mental stress worth it. And so for me, taking people offshore in a kayak, it's, it's, it sounds all good and easy and you can go out there and catch fish. But when you're dealing with the stress of whether the weather's going to allow you to get out, whether you're going to have an angler who's experienced enough to handle the conditions you and whether you're going to catch the fish. I mean, pretty much what I had to do when I started guiding was I owned my own business. I was doing remodels and painting and carpentry and building things. But I was so successful with my kayak charters that I was having so many people come from out of town. So, like, I'll ha I mean, I've had people fly in from other countries to fish with me. Flying in from France or wherever or even driving from Ohio you pretty much, you have to book that in your calendar. And so say I've got five days of, of charters booked out from people coming in from out of town. I can't really go and book out a week of ripping out someone's bathroom and renovating it. So what happens when the weather goes south? Say I get five days of crappy weather. I can't take anyone fishing. I don't have work scheduled that can keep the bills paid and keep everything flowing. And there's a lot of that that goes down with, with charter businesses in general, but especially in a kayak because you have to have somewhat favorable conditions to stay safe. And so for me, not being able to have something for sure lined up, that, that stress, the stress of the weather, safety, it all just after years of doing it and just being physically beat down from dragging the kayaks up and down the beach, it just got to a point where I just had to really have a gut check and, you know, a heart to heart with my wife and be like, look, you know, am I going to keep beating myself up doing this? Um, you know, and, and like I told you earlier, you know, um, when you start waking up in the morning and you're not really excited about what you're going to do, 
Uh, if there's any little bit of doubt or, or you know, I don't know, then you need to rethink things. And so I rethought it. And, you know, I have a really amazing client base. I have people who've been fishing with me year after year, every single year. I know they're going to call. I know when they're going to want to go. And so what I've done basically is I've really dialed my charter business back to fishing with a certain select group of people every year that I know what to expect from them. They know what to expect from me. I know what they're capable of. We know each other's limitations. And, you know, I passed a lot of trips off. Um, you know, Brandon does a lot of business. Um, you know, my job, I decided to, to take a new job where I'm not self-employed now. I'm building homes for, for a good friend of mine with him. And um, so that required more commitment of time and scheduling. Whereas before, when it's snapper season, if I've got seven days of trips in a row, I'm doing seven days of trips. I wasn't painting. Um, and also I really wanted to dive more into, you know, the, the tournament fishing. I mean, I've been, had a very busy tournament schedule for many years, but I really wanted to commit more time to the bass world. I didn't want to give up my saltwater. My wife was willing to, to see. So, you know, I did a lot of tournaments this year. I was gone a lot. Um, and I just, I just can't do everything. I can't, you know, my good buddy, Jeff Little, who would have been the other face on Mount Rushmore. And yep. He's probably going to kick me in the butt when, but it is what it is. There's only four. But Jeff told me, you know, he's like, you got to find a balance in your life, you know, and yep. you got to make sure you maintain that balance. And I am very obsessive, um, compulsive. I, I, I'm very passionate and, you know, I just have to choose my battles and, and, and I really want to do this vast my victories, my wife says, I really got to choose my victories. So I really want to do this bass thing big. I want to stay current in the IFA and the saltwater series that I do. And so something had to give, you know, and it's certainly not going to be my family. It's not going to be what pays the bills. And so the charters had to kind of, I had to kind of wean that back. I love that. That's the words that Jeff used with you because Little Little is a is a great friend of mine. Little is set yeah. in my kitchen. He's been in this he's been in this studio and he said in my kitchen and had the exact same conversation yeah. with my wife and I. And yeah. uh and it, it just, you know, another one of those human beings that is just so freaking oh, yeah. amazing. <clears throat> and oh man, I was watching Jeff's videos like before YouTube was even a thing. Oh, yeah. man. I mean the yep. guy I reached out to him so many years ago about his Kokatat bibs. And of course now he's my NRS teammate. And I mean, he's a truly uh, another legend and icon. In the sport. An been, icon and, in this sport. Yeah. Absolutely. He's, yep. he's a, a dinner right at this table with me. And, you know, we've done fishing and filming together. I love the dude to death. And he was, he was good. But Brandon, well, Brandon, since the beginning, so he took Jeff's spot. Hey, sorry, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff is uh, Jeff would completely understand, and uh, you know, I Jeff yeah. Jeff's one of those guys that I haven't been able to quite lock down yet. Uh, he's been here. We've we've he's been here multiple times. He stayed here. He's eating dinner. Right. Stayed at our house, and I just haven't been able to dial him, locked him in yet for a Westbrook Wednesday. But in 2020, guys. It's coming down. It's you know you yeah. know it's coming down. So in 2020, yes, we'll be able to show a lot come down. Rolling into question five, man. You touched on it a little bit there, um, but this offshore thing, man. It really like like doing some research and getting into this and looking through your Instagram and looking at these photos and seeing these things. Like I, I'm just I'm gonna be honest. I ain't never experienced nothing like that. Like my adrenaline gets pumped. Yeah, yeah. 
when it's an eight pound bass, right? I mean, right. you guys are talking about, you know, uh, how big is a me tarpon? So, uh, so that, that tug, that drug, right? That adrenaline, the, the guys that do this, the guys that go offshore, it's a different breed of human. It's a different breed of angler. It's a different breed yeah. of guys. And it's, and I, and I don't know that I want to say that it's a, that it's a smaller community. Um, I don't, I don't know if, I don't know that that's true. Um, so I'm speaking out of, out of, out of ignorance some, but I will say that it, that it feels like there's a gap from the outside in. It feels like there's a gap sometimes between your saltwater guys and your freshwater guys. And, and, and it, 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 that's what it feels like from the outside looking in. Can you explain that gap? And is that real or, or, or why, why is, is the offshore stuff not as, as, as popular as what I feel like it would be? Am I wrong there? Well, uh, no, there's some truth to all that. I mean, for one thing, you got to consider the fact that you can pretty much catch a largemouth bass anywhere, anywhere in the country, even though there's a lot. That is a complete lie because almost everywhere I go, I can't catch a largemouth bass. (laughs) Maybe not no, you. No, don't, look, uh, you're discrediting everything I do because uh, I can't go anywhere and catch a largemouth. Take that off the record. All right. Well, we'll that was me. That was me on tournament day at the shootout. You know, <laughs> caught one 13-inch bass after a 10-hour drive. But no. So there's a lot of coastline. There's a lot of guys out there who are hardcore doing offshore hardcore. Um, but it's a newer thing. Um, like I was, I, I talked to a couple of my buddies after I talked to you, and and you know we. There's a really tight knit offshore, like core offshore kayak fishing community. I, I mean, in the, where, where I'm from, I mean, super tight. Where I mean, yeah. it's, it's you guys, and I don't mean this disrespectfully, but I mean it's you guys versus the world. Well, it really is, and and especially, and that's even regionally. Like the, where I live, you know, we we have a, especially the guys who started it all. Like I started offshore kayak fishing in 2011. And, um, you know, the guy who got me into it is pretty much a local legend. His name is Oliver Hurst. He's not really in the scene anymore, but like he was like known as the most crazy, dangerous, hardcore, do anything kind of guy. And I was like, man, I got to go do that, man. He was catching 30 pound Kings right off the bar. Um, and, and, and I, yeah, I mean, just, just insane in a paddle kayak and, and I just hooked up with him and I'm like, man, I got to go with you. He, he took me out there, cut my, helped me cut my teeth. I caught my first king. He took me to my first snapper reef and uh, it kind of blossomed from there. But like after that, you know, I got in with a group, in my opinion, are some of the best anglers in the world that I've met. A guy named Jason Downs, uh, who, who is now doing more ba- boat stuff. A guy named Rob Long, uh, my buddy Brandon Barton. I mean, there, there's, a, there's a bunch of guys here, but really, you know, I can have on my two hands the, the guys who are my core group. And it's, you know, it's pretty hush-hush here and secretive because, I mean, yeah, we want to grow the sport. We want to bring people in. Of course, me and my charter business, all these crazy YouTube videos Brandon has made have really blown up the spot, blown up what we do, how we do. The guiding service has kind of helped us teach people how to do it. But, you know, when you're talking about going a mile or two off the beach to an artificial reef that you can catch a 20 pound red snapper on, that's not really something you're going to like just go and take a whole group of guys to go do. 
Um, I mean, you can, but if you do, then they're going to take their buddy, they're going to take their buddy. And so there is a little bit of that, you know, inner core, protect it, protect your spot, protect yeah. your people kind of thing going on. Um, but as far as like it being a different breed, you know, I mean, you do kind of go a little crazy plastic boat and go out into, you know, water and battle 150 pound tarpon. Um, it's just not something that your average Joe not, is going to Well, not only that, and like... So, I, I mean, there's, there's like, there's, there's legitimate predators in that water. Like it's one thing yeah. like, I, I'm, I love, I love Elgemere. I love Sigmarsh. I love being in the swamp. Like I, I, I got no problem battling by a gator longer than my, longer than my bona fide is. I got no issues with that. Right. It's something different right. when, and I've been a part of it when I'm fishing a bull red and suddenly the line just like now it just, there's no fight anymore. And you pull in the head like that happened. Right. Yeah. It happens a lot. And I've seen, I've seen fish that are as big as my 12 foot outback. And I'm not joking. I mean, we've seen, we've seen stuff out there that, you know, it'll make your, make your blood boil. And, you know, you just gotta, you gotta remember um, that that's just part of the game. You know, uh, you're in there, your element. And that, that's another part of like, I think why maybe it's not as big, you know, because a lot of people are kind of afraid of it, but, um, as we can possibly be, you know, we've got our, our, our kayaks, we're rigged with safety. We've got our PFDs, our VHFs, we've got our cell phones, radios. our radios, our backup batteries. I mean, we study the weather like it's the Bible. Um, and, you know, we really promote all of that. We promote safety. We promote learning how to flip your kayak and get back in it. Um, we promote, you know, being astute to the weather. We're glued to our apps when we're out there, but, you know, I mean, it's, it's growing. It's, it's a huge part of the sport and, you know, we love to do it. We're very passionate about it. That's why I started my guide business because I wanted to teach people and share my passion and teach people not only how to catch the fish of their dreams, but to do it safely and re to return back to their family. That way they got those memories that they can share for a lifetime. It, it just, it, it blows my mind to see, like I said, I, I, I guys, I'm not gonna lie. I wish the internet was working better than it is. Our connection is terrible, but I'm telling you guys, drop your Instagram. What what is your your Instagram? Is your is your it's sales and tails kayak charters? Yeah, that's got a, got the the bottom slash. I, I'm telling you, I'll I'll drop it in the comment section later on, or one of you guys can go grab it and drop it in because Brad's not here tonight. He's slacking on his duties, but but it's 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 a going through this man's Instagram is like like I I could not have been more jacked up over the last 48 hours of going through and just, it's just it, like, it's fish porn. Like there's no other way to like it. What this guy does in these little plastic boats is incredible. And so it's just, it's super, super cool. You guys have got to tune in. You got it. You guys have got to follow him. You guys got to check out what he's doing because it, it, for a guy who is 90, 99% freshwater, you know, go fish bass and do the same thing. That's me. But man, do I did I get jacked up, you know, hearing these conversations and hearing the stories and having the conversations with your friends like I've done for the last couple of days and, and, and yeah. seeing, you know, the way that they speak about you and, and some of the stuff that you guys have gotten into. It's just it's utterly incredible, man. You're killing this. So question six. Thank you. Away. And, 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 yeah. And I do still do charter. I do still do charters. It's just, Oh, you can bet I'm coming. Down. Like this, so yeah, no, you can bet. Yeah, I, I'm going to be on, I'm going to be, I'm going to be begging to be on the list. 
Yeah, you're you're there. You're there. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'll I'll have to be I'll be I'll have to be calling uh be be hitting the wife up and be like, hey, let me on the list. I'll whatever dates, whatever it is, I gotta pay. I'm in. Um, yeah. so rolling into roll, rolling into question yeah. six, man. <laughs> That's right. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> there, there's there's obviously now you spent you spent the last little you know you spent the last year or so kind of coming back into the tournament field a little bit. And, and you said it yourself, you struggled in, 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 in chasing the green bass again and diving back into that. Well, with the growth of this sport coming from a guy who's been, who's been watching, has been doing this for the last, you know, 10, 15 plus years and seeing the growth of these things now with bass coming into and really validating what guys like Hoover and Luther and all of these guys have been working towards for all of these years and seeing the growth of the the growth of this sport, um, what 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 is it that you think makes these little plastic boats so special? What is it about this lifestyle that all of you guys seem to know fifteen years ago, and you guys have been carrying this torch, been trying to explain it to folks? I've only been doing this torch for two or three years now. I get it, but I want to hear you explain to someone who's just seeing this or just getting into this, whether it's offshore, inshore, what is it about these little plastic boats that makes this community so tight? Well, man, I always tell people that fishing in a kayak is like fishing in 3D. Um, you know, you're right there on the water uh, at the fish's level, battling the elements. You know, you got no motor. Uh, well, not no gas motor. Now we've got the torpedoes. You know, you got no yep. gas streams that you're smelling. Um, you know, you're, you're in the elements and really in nature, hunting down these fish, finding them, having success, sharing that passion with your friends. I mean, really the community is what is the most special thing and having that bond with all of the other brothers and sisters out there that love to get in a plastic boat and chase down the fish of their dreams. That's really like in the beginning for me, I got a kayak to extend my range, to get out there, get away from people, you know, be able to fish areas that I wasn't able to reach from the bank. And, um, you know, that turned into finding other friends who like to do that. So then the camaraderie of sharing that time and space on the water together, and then that turned into competing and the joy of successes and learning from my failures and then, of course, with that came the sponsors with companies that that believed in me, you know, the products that I was using, people offering support to help me live my dream out in a fuller way. And um, just that whole giving and taking and sharing and building, uh, building this to be what it is. The reason why kayak fishing is growing the way that it is and being valued validated by these big companies that have been in the fishing industry for years is because of the community, the people who are in it, the people who are like Chad Hoover, who's given so much and taught people for so long, the people like Luther, who's been innovating these products to make our time on the water easier, more efficient, more enjoyable. The people like Brandon, the Brandon Bartons, who's got these amazing videos that, you know, turn on people like, if you knew how many people have told Brandon, man, I got my first kayak because of that YouTube video that I watched of you guys out there catching sailfish, you know, 
Um, the people like Jody Queen, who's only been doing it for a handful of years, but is having incredible success because he's so humble and he he's so studious. You know, these the people like Christine Fisher, you know, like an amazing female angler who is like next level with talent and 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 being humble and just pouring her passion out in every way that she can. You know, your Matthew Scotches who are, you know, unbelievably competitive and passionate, you know, and your Guillermo Gonzalez, who was my roommate at the Worlds in 2016, who touched my heart and became one of my close friends. You know, just all, the community of anglers and people who share this passion, that's why we're being validated. It's not the fish we catch. It's not the money we're making. It's not even really the companies that stand behind us. It's the passion that we all share as a group how we treat one another. It's so different. I've competed in boat tournaments um, and it's just a different vibe. What we've got going on in, in this industry and our little, our little prized thing that's happening, cherished thing, it's very special. And we need to all remember that. We need to remember that we're all in this together. It doesn't matter what tour you decide to fish. It doesn't matter what kayak you fish out of, what brand you're sponsored by. We all share the fact that we're passionate about kayak fishing and we want everybody to get out there and do it in a safe way. And we need to stick together and, and blow this thing up man. bring it to the world in the most positive way possible. Cut out all the bickering and fighting, cut out all the negativity. You got to be for somebody. Work it out with them, do all that crap, be positive and, and let's blow this thing up. You know, I, I'm so glad that you touched on that. I, I, I share those sentiments exactly, but I, I mean, we're potentially bass is, is the biggest thing in, in competitive fishing. They're the I've biggest, they're, they're the biggest, life. they're the biggest thing in fishing. Let's just be honest. And, yeah. and so we don't know yet what kind of influx we're about to see where 2020 is going to be a very interesting year, obviously with them yeah. doing their five events, but but Matt, I, I mean, like, let's just like, like, let's, 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 let's kick the script for a second. Right. Yeah. Can, can we maintain, can we, can we keep this together to the, where ex everything you just said is exactly what myself and every single person on this list, like the hearts are going up, like everybody's commenting. That's why we right. do this. Can we maintain that Matt? Is that, is that, is yeah. that, is that, is that realistic to even believe that we can? Well, you know, I have been in this game for longer than a lot of people, and I plan on growing old in this sport. You know, I, I can't imagine not fishing from my kayak, and I think that it's very sustainable, um, but I do think that it's going to take losing some egos and really bonding together as one tribe. I mean, we don't all have to hug and kiss all the time. We don't have to agree with what each other says all the time. We don't even have to agree with how we do our business. But at the end of the day, we're all here as kayak anglers, and we want to promote this in the most positive way that we can. We want to be a good influence to little kids who are getting into this sport for people to be better human beings. Um, I mean, really, kayak fishing has saved so many people's lives with heroes on the water and, you know, people coming off of addictions, um, all kinds of things. You know, kayak fishing is a special form of medicine and the people who enjoy it are a special breed. And if we can all just be together and, and work together 
and help promote one another in the most positive way, that's what's going to get us through this. And that's what's going to make all these big companies with all the big bucks want to jump in. And Amen, brother. <laughs> I, I, that's I, really, you know, that's what I, that's what I'm doing. And y'all can do it with me or y'all can do y'all's own thing, you know. Everybody that knows this knows I ain't speechless, but I'm gonna let y'all. I'm gonna let y'all. I'm gonna let y'all in the. I'm gonna let y'all in the choir. I'm gonna let y'all think on that for a minute. Some of y'all need to. Some of y'all need to soak that in. Right, that, Matt. Yeah. I, I you're 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 100 correct, bro. And 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 thank you for being you. Thank you for for doing what you're doing. For continuing to lead. Thank you for grinding for the last 15 years to get this sport to the level that I get to come in with no fishing skills whatsoever and be a part of this community. Um, you know, if it, you know, if it wasn't for guys like yourself and Hoove and so many others, there wouldn't have this platform. And this platform is right now bigger than it's ever been, but that ain't going to be, but that's only for today. Tomorrow we're bigger and the next right. day we're bigger. And, right. and, and, and what, what, what these companies are doing and coming in as validating what you guys have known for, for decades. Yeah, that's right. And so I, I'm just I'm I'm excited about it, man. But six Thank questions you. up, six questions down. You absolutely <laughs> murdered <laughs> my brother. Crushed oh, it, bro. Thank you. Uh, thank you so dude, much. let me let me roll out the red carpet for you, brother. Anybody that you want to thank, any kind of shout out you want to give, this is your opportunity, bro. Let this thing roll. Cause once you're done, man, we're getting ready to give away some NRS swag. That's right. Make somebody happy. Well, first and foremost, man, I got to thank my wife, Stacey Van. She has been my hugest supporter from the get-go. She's been with me. She helped save my life, get me on the right path to being a good dad and a good father. Um, she's my partner. Um, she's just unbelievable support to me. I could never do this without her. I want to thank my mom and dad. Obviously, he kept me on the water. She kept me out of trouble best she could. Um, and they're the reason why I'm here. My children, all five of my boys, they're my biggest fans, um, you know, and, and they're so much better than me. When you guys all meet them, some of my buddies have met some of them. Uh, you'll know, you know, you'll know why I'm so proud and loud about them. Of course, I have to thank all the companies that are on this journey with me. Hobie Fishing is at the top of that list. Those guys keep me in the boat that best suits my needs. Um, Kevin and Morgan have taken unbelievable care of me over the years. My good buddy, uh, Keaton, who's no longer there, took amazing care, got me on the team. Um, Key Sailing is my local Hobie retailer. Uh, they're out on Pensacola Beach. If you're ever in the area and need anything Hobie-wise, you can hit them up. Brad Stevens over at Sunjammer Sports. I work with that guy a lot. He's an amazing human being and does great things for the sport. NRS fishing right here, man. Best gear Boom. you could possibly put on your body to keep you safe and comfortable in the elements. I cannot say enough positive things about David and the guys at, and gals at NRS. They have supported me like no one else. Um, I mean, Hobie, yeah, NRS. If there was a close second, they would be them. Torquedo, everybody's a motor person. I'm a motor guy. I don't always have it on my kayak, but more and more these days I do. Um, I'm using them to scout in tournaments that don't allow them. I'm using them in that do allow them. 
I'm using them when I go out to have fun and fish just on fun outings. And I'm using them in my guide service to get where I need to go faster. So I've got more time fishing and to deal with current, to deal with wind and to get me out of increment, uh, inclement weather whenever things get dicey. Uh, Yak Attack Luther, man, like I said, my first sponsor ever. Love that guy like a brother. Uh, you know, he's just taken great care of me. Irod Fishing, Mr. Matt Newman out in California. Um, I've been with Irod for, I think, a little over a year now. And, and if you're not familiar with Irods, do yourself a favor. Go on their website, check them out. He's got a rod that's lighter, stronger, and probably more reasonably priced than any rod you've ever handled from catching a two-pound trout to a 150-pound tarpon to a 400-pound bluefin tuna. He's got it all. I got them all. And I'm just telling you right now, you ever use one, you'll never use another rod. Crank of crabs, crank of lures, and Australia, they've been sponsoring me for years. Mr. Steve Steer believes in me. He keeps me with those little bitty crabs. If you don't know about them, if you do any freshwater fishing where there's crabs or saltwater fishing, get some. Picasso lures, they make, well, you, you all know Picasso lures. If you need anything that shines and swims, check out Picasso lures. They got the highest quality tackle on the market. Pink Lures is a soft plastic company. Mr. Chris Sensi has taken care of me for years. Cal Coast Fishing makes me efficient and organized on the water. And Boondocks gets my gear to and from the water. That's my sponsors, my family, all my friends um, that I've done this with over the years. You know, I love, uh, oh yeah, Trent Steggy. He's my new man, my young buck, bringing up <laughs> in this game. Uh, I got to give a shout out to Ron Champion part of my kayak fishing the past three or four years. We're good buddies. We really got tied at the Worlds in 2016. Out of the, my sponsors, and he, he's really kind of a guiding influence um, over the past, uh, you know, since 2016, we were tight, and we share a lot of the same sponsors. I love that guy like a brother, and, and he's helped me out a lot. Ron, Ron's, a, Ron's a stable, another great guy, another, you know, another, another family man, another great guy that I get to spend a lot of time with. So, so, you know, lots, lots of that stuff going on there, man. I, 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 I tell you what, one of the things that I love is, 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 is like we talked about and we've been touching on is, is how tight knit this community is and how these things kind of roll together. And, and dude, I, I, I've, I've got to lock you in to another episode because we didn't even get to touch on, you've been to two hobby worlds. You've been a back-to-back AOI, right. have been a, you know, I don't want to say should have been, but could have been possibly a three-time AOI, you know, in the IFAs. I mean, you just, there's, there's so much more to unpack into, 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 into Matthew Van. And so, bro, I, I'd love to have you back on a show. We'll get something tightened down and scheduled up. There's so much more to talk with you about. I'm really hoping in 2020 to pull you in and 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 maybe talk about a uh, you know a first place prize check and uh, you know and a, and a championship that you took on one of these trails. I know that's something you'd love to see as well, right? check there and see you guys let me know if he froze up if i froze up if we're good there you go he bad loves up on me oh there you go there you go i got you you got all right yep 
Good old internet, right? Guys, welcome to 2000. Guys, think about this. We're six weeks, we're six weeks away from 2020, right? So y'all stay with us. <laughs> yeah, we're six weeks there? away from there? 2020. Can you hear me now, Scott? Yeah, I got you just fine, brother. How are you? All right. Can you hear me, Scott? Yep, I got you. All right, so yeah, man, let's get a win under the belt. Let's get a win under the belt, and I'd love to come back on or or, or just whenever it happens, man. This this episode, the way this all rolled out, I know there were other things we wanted to discuss, some of these plaques up behind me and some of these trips all around the world, but this was just perfect, man, because we covered the people who've been there for me and influenced me my family, which is by far the number one most important priority in my life. And, you know, just my passion and the sport and what we need to do as brothers and sisters to make really all those plaques, man, that's just, that's just a plaque up on the wall. You know what I mean? It's all about your brothers and sisters and experience that you share and how you treat one another and, you know, where we're going with this big dream. Love it, man. Absolutely love it, dude. Well, 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 dude, the way we're having internet connections, bro, I'm going to go ahead and let you roll out, man. Thank you so much for being a part of the show, dude. Uh, uh, we're, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to see, are you there with me now? You got me? Yeah. I want to see you give these bibs away, man. Yeah, man. Well, I'm, I want to make sure that we got enough internet yeah, there? there where we can kind of do that. Are, we, are you got me? You still good? Yep. I got you. Good. All right, sweet. So here's what I want to do, man. I'm going to go through. I want you to give me the, you've been using this NRS gear for a while. Tell me about these slide, these sidewinder bibs and tell me a little bit about this jacket, why this is the right stuff and why someone is getting a freaking mega package prize tonight. We're fixing to pick a winner. I'm actually don't know who the winner is. I'm fixing to go through the phone. You tell us about this gear. I'm going to go pick a winner. Let's do it. All right, man. The Sidewinder bibs, by far the best piece of clothing that you can have if you're going to be fishing in cold or wet weather. They're going to keep you 100% dry. They have a relief zipper so that you can take a leak without getting out of them, taking off your jacket. They've got like um, really nice stocking feet that will fit in pretty much any boot that you want to wear. And the thing that's so awesome about those bibs and the the Orion jacket is they're gonna they're gonna meet in the middle and connect together. So basically, this set of bibs that's 100% waterproof and that shell made out of the same material are gonna connect at the waist. And basically, you've got a dry suit. You've got a dry suit without being 100% dry. But like I, when I've had my that outfit on, I've been in torrential rain at Lake Chickamauga in February at the Hobie Bass Open and not a drop of water is inside my outfit at all. You can layer up underneath that bad boy with fleece, um, with base layers, with a puppy jacket, uh, put on a stocking cap, throw that hood up, cinch it all down. And I'm telling you, you can bet you can pretty much jump water. And as long as your neck doesn't go under the water, and even if your neck does, Inside that jacket, there's a gas, there's gaskets and you're connected into the bibs with your jacket. So you're pretty much in a dry suit in that bad boy. And, and I can, I mean, it's the best piece of gear that I have. I actually have two pairs of those sidewinders. I mean, and I love my champion bibs too. And I wear those often, but those sidewinders, if it's cold and it's wet and it's going to be blowing, that's what I've got on. 
Love it, man. Absolutely love it, dude. Well, I tell you what, man, yeah. let's not let's not wait any longer. You want to pick a winner for this thing? You want to you want to announce this thing? We got do we it, got, man. We got we got quite a quite a bunch of folks. We had a bunch of folks kind of kind of kind of kind of share up today and do this thing. Y'all know that we find a different way to do this every single Wednesday. So let's do that. Let's announce a winner. Yep. You ready? You do it, man. Pick them up, dog. All right. So the winner is going to be. Let me tell you what to do though first, though. Okay. So in case you missed any of this interview, you guys can check it out on a podcast. You guys can check it out on westbrooksupplyco.com forward slash Westbrook Wednesday, where you can find out where you can catch this podcast and every other interview that we do every single Wednesday. We're here with you guys giving away some type of, of, uh, of amazing gear, some type of something. We've done everything from trips. We've done, uh, we've done everything with torpedoes. We've done stuff with Yak Attack, uh, Jackson. You know, y'all, y'all seen us give away kayaks on here. This is something that we do every single Wednesday. And, uh, you know, I, I, I always feel like it's boasting and it's arrogant and it's whatever, but nobody's doing what we're doing in this sport. Nobody's bringing interviews the way that we're bringing you this stuff. And I'm super, super proud of that. I don't say that to be arrogant. I say that to be boastful. I say that because I'm proud of the Westbrook team and all of the companies that support us and what we're doing with that. So make sure you guys are tuning in and checking this out every single Wednesday. Y'all want to hear a winner, though, right? Y'all want to hear y'all want to y'all want to hear a winner though, right? So let's do this thing. Lots of phenomenal photos and comments. There's been everything come through here from uh, from a young a young man and his brother, from people getting into the uh, the pink nightmare costume, from the Christmas story to folks dressed as Santa Claus. Uh, I mean, even Jim Ware jumped in here, sitting next to a uh, sitting next to a frog with his hippie hair laying out. Y'all know how I feel about Jim Ware. Uh, Joshua <laughs> others, dude, whoever, whoever's photo, love that guy. dude, I love Jim Ware, bro. Whoever, whoever Joshua mutters is bro. Dude. I need to check you out because he dropped a photo. It looks like some dude's glamor shots with American flag jacket on from the nineties. It's, it's classic, <laughs> man. It's good stuff. If, if, if I was running on sheer funny, it would be the winner, but I tell you what done it for me. The winner for me, obviously it's a tug on my own heart. Because I spent 12 years as a uh, as a fireman uh, after my stand in the in the Marine Corps, and uh, and so it was a tug on my heart to see this guy throw this up. I did some digging while you were talking into his Facebook and seen some of the stuff he's doing and seen some of the commitment that he's got to his family. He followed all of our steps and he went in and shared the show once we went live. Uh, I don't know if you guys are going to be able to see it or not, but Mr. Dale Fogel, right there, bam. That is our winner, All guys. Right. Congratulations, Dale. You, sir, are the winner, man. Uh, phenomenal prize package coming your way. Jump into Westbrook's Oblico DM or jump into my DM, and we'll get some sizing. I'll get you in touch with the guys over at NRS, and we'll make sure that we get you set up with the right gear. Um, so when you're not protecting and serving your community in that gear, you're going to be able to spend your free time safe and comfortable and, 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 and have better gear, have the best gear you can get to get out on that water and enjoy those time getting away. I know what it's like to, uh, to need to step out of that uniform and step out of that gear and to go step into the other. Um, I was a fireman when I found uh, these little plastic boats. And so thank you so much, bro, for your service. Thank you for doing what you're doing in your community. I don't think we could have found a better winner. Slide in the DMs, bro, and we'll get this to you, man. Local yeah. fireman, uh, you know, congratulations, man. That's big. Oh, hey, he's watching. Yep. Thank you, you go. David. Thank you, David. 
Yeah. So, Thank you, David, for for hooking up the this rad prize package, man. Yeah. That, that guy's gonna be stoked. Yep. He's he's he's, he's, he's he did he just commented. He says, "Holy crap! Thanks, Scott and Matt." So, Dale, nice. congratulations, dude. Congratulations. Uh, make man. make sure you get lots of photos. Make sure you give NRS some love, bro. Uh, big thank you again, Matt, bro, for coming on, man. You're a legend. Um, uh, now I have to ask. Uh, uh, I'm gonna be in Florida down with KBF for the red thing and for the for the open. Are you coming up at all for any of that? Man, I, unfortunately, I have a prior commitment with my wife, and she's already letting me off the hook for another commitment, so I can make the Hobie Bassett Open at Lake Seminole. And I, it's crazy that I'm not gonna be there for that event. But like, she bought tickets for a very special thing that 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 we haven't done together in a while, and. Um, it just so happened that the dates conflicted. Hey, man. Yeah, like, yeah, dude. Little, like, like Jeff said, man, you got to find that balance to keep your life healthy and right. So happy wife is a happy life. And so I, That's I have, awesome, I have man. Bow out. But, but my buddy Trent Steggy's coming for that money. So I'll give him a shout out. All right. He's sweet, coming. dude. Yeah, yeah. Can't wait, right. man. Well, thanks thank so, much so much for coming on, bro. We appreciate it. Thank you. Let's do it again. We'll give away a charter next time. Hey, y'all heard it. Y'all heard it right here. We're going to hold a man to it. He done said it live on the internet. It, it lives forever now. So I appreciate it, Matt, man. We appreciate you. Thanks so much for what you've done, man. And we'll catch you guys soon. Okay, brother? Thank you. Thank, Thank you. All right, guys. I tell you what, man. What a phenomenal interview. What a phenomenal storyline. A big shout out to all you guys for tuning in and being a part of this show. It's something I love to do. I, I just, it's just, It's just fun. It's so fun to get in here and learn to talk about offshore stuff and doing some salt stuff and even getting into some of the fly stuff that Matthew's done and, and hearing what, you know, how, how his father impacted his life and how he's done with five boys. I've got three kids. I can't imagine having five boys. Um, so, you know, it's just really, really cool. I'm glad that we were able to get it done. Big shout out again to NRS. Thank you so much for stepping up and, and supporting us here at this show. Uh, if you guys missed anything, make sure that you guys go back in and tune in or download the podcast. You can find it on every major podcast platform out there. You can always find reruns of the show and uh, and all the audio video stuff at westbrooksupplyco.com forward slash Westbrook Wednesday. Um, Dale, congratulations, man. Thank you again for your service. Uh, you'll definitely be putting this gear to use. I know you will. And uh, I, I want to thank you again, man, for, for playing along and tuning in and being a part of the stuff. Uh, you guys and the way that we share this and the way that this community builds around this show is what keeps this show going. When you guys quit giving and quit being a part of it, I'll quit doing it. But until that time, I'm here. Westbrook Supply Co. is here. And we're uh, we're going we're gonna to do this thing together. Um, uh, that's it. I'm going to shut up and I'm going to end this thing out. As always, I'm your host, Scott Buescher, here for Westbrook Wednesday, telling you guys to tackle your dreams. We'll catch you guys later. See ya.